As humans, we were made to have emotion, to feel something. What causes feelings more than anything else? Music. My name is Stephen Schiller, and this is a documentary on music education in youth. There's actually a higher graduation rate among students who partake in music classes. Arts and music education programs are a requirement in countries that rank among the top for math and science test scores, like Japan, Hungary, and the Netherlands. Although, most music programs are continually in danger of being cut from shrinking school budgets, yet they're proven to improve academics. Ask any of your friends about the recent school board budget cuts in your area. They'll be along the lines of this. That's kind of dumb because you don't get it a lot in high school and children need to be creative and they can't just be sitting in a classroom being bored. Arts are like theater of the mind and children need to expand on their imagination. Well, as someone who, especially in high school, took a lot of arts programs and still appreciates the arts in college, I'd say it's ridiculous because not everybody is sports inclined as most schools like to take it. So in high school I participated in a lot of arts and music programs and now my high school actually just cancelled all of that so they're focusing on math and science and all of that fun stuff. Whereas I feel like not everyone thinks in that sort of logical way so you do need an outtake for the kids with like arts brains and that way of thinking so I think it's a big mistake for them to do that because it makes high school even harder for kids now. I don't like it at all. I was in those arts programs and I had a lot of fun and it taught me a lot of stuff in music, so I don't understand why they would do that. There was a program set up by the government of Ontario in 2003 called the Program Enhancement Grant to make sure schools were staffed for the arts education. In 2012, they decided to remove that grant, and schools were left with the regular staff who might have never had any prior music education themselves. I sat down and talked with a music teacher who knows the importance of being taught the right way. There's an art form. You can know how to play guitar but to be able to teach it to somebody is not the same thing. Just so I felt there was a big problem with how guitar was taught and not kept interesting so people would lose interest. So I try and find a way to make it interesting for people. My name is Chris Frame and I'm a guitar teacher. parents had no interest at all. I was 17 actually when I first started learning guitar. I asked Chris if he had many younger students that he taught and as well if they actually wanted to be taught or if it was more their parents pushing them into it. Yeah, yeah, I'd say my students are about half and half. There's quite a few that I feel that parents are more interested in them learning than the kid is. And then of course I had to ask him about the school board budget cuts which of course affects music education and also how important is music to youth? Well I think that you should be able to do them together. I, I'd like to see the schools doing something with them in the same way that we do and be able to put the two together. I think they have a better shot in anything with music. It helps their minds develop. I mean there's, there's a lot of different aspects that I feel it benefits them. Um, memory, everything. I had the privilege of sitting down with another music teacher and a music show host to get her opinions on all we discussed with Chris. 
My name is Linda Minty. Uh, first and foremost, I host Musical here at 91X Loyalist College Radio, and it's a program of classical music for two hours every Monday night from 10 until midnight. Uh, I am principal cellist of Quinty Symphony. I teach music appreciation in Quinty Gardens and Bayview Retirement Residence. I'm a member of the Quinty Irish Canadian Society session players. I also teach music in my home, cello and violin and piano, and I play in various ensembles. I have a picture of me playing playing my aunt's piano when I was large enough to get to the uh, keys. So around two or three, I think, and we'd go and visit her and I'd sit and plunk out on the piano until I could play chopsticks. And that was my big tour de force when I was a kid. And I started learning to play the piano. I grew up in Toronto. So in grade seven, I was put into the music program at the junior high school and I was given a cello to play. It wasn't necessarily my choice, but that's what I got. And I decided I want to do this the rest of my life. Wait, did you hear that? You might've missed it. I was put into the music program at the junior high school and I was given a cello to play. One more time. I was put into the music program at the junior high school. Back to Linda. I didn't want to be a teacher when I went to university. Uh, I didn't want to be in the music education program. I just found a way to stay in music and keep playing. So I went into music history. That was the only thing that was left open to me because I couldn't compose. So I wouldn't make it in the composition program. Um, I wasn't good enough to be a professional performer, according to the... uh, team of people who were doing the um, the juries. So I just kept on playing and practicing and I joined various community orchestras. There's been a shift in the last few years with students and so I do have, I have uh, gotten three new cello students and they're all of them under the age of eight, which is really exciting. And then my only other uh, young student is about 13. And then all of the rest are young adults right up to senior citizens. Some of them really want to. The five, uh, seven-year-old that's come now, she really wanted to play. And her mother contacted me a couple of years ago and said, my daughter wants to play cello. And she's five and a half. And I said, okay, get a cello and come along. But because of circumstances, they weren't in the area. So they moved recently. And her first lesson, she comes in wide-eyed and all excited. And I said, do you like the cello? Yes. What do you like about the cello? Everything. And so some of them really do want to learn. And others, they take an instrument, either a cello or a violin, uh, because their parents want them to. Sometimes it's not what they want to do. And after a number of lessons, they just decide they don't want to do it anymore. Or they end up really liking it and just keep on studying. I try and get my students to understand the value of music makes you smart and I tell them all the reasons why. It's not just about learning a musical instrument as a young person, but um, the Suzuki program, which I uh, teach, teaches the student uh, self-awareness and respect for the teacher and focusing on what the teacher is saying and listening, which transfers into school. Um, It teaches them body awareness because they have to understand what their body is doing while they're playing. Music is a brain exercise because I explain to my students the left side of your brain controls the right side of your body and the right side of your brain controls the left side of your body. So when you're playing a musical instrument where everything is doing something different, it's a little bit like patting your head and rubbing your tummy. Your brain has to talk across the chasm. So your brain is engaged in all aspects of music. Music is a social exercise. 
the majority of people who take a musical instrument are not going to be rock stars or hit the concert stage and earn millions and millions of dollars. But what they do get out of music is an appreciation for music. It's not just something that's banging in your head at a pub or the other day it was at the bank. It was very loud. It teaches you an appreciation of live music. So not everybody can be a musician, but certainly musicians want to play for people. So it puts bums in seats in concert halls. It enriches your life and music defines the moments of your life. So if you eliminate music and all you end up with is the stuff on the back of video games, for example, there's no emotional attachment to that. So you've heard all these different takes on everything, but what has music done for them? It's made me who I am. It's gotten me through the rough times. It helps me to express at times, anger and joy and faith through my music. It's just infiltrated every cell of my body. I cry listening to music in movies. I uh, giggle all the way through Beethoven because I find he's a very humorous musician. So music has just shaped who I am as a person. Being able to play and go out and do shows and I mean it's not even the money aspect. It's just the ability to get together with some strange people that you've never met and have something in common and go out and play and everybody's just a group. It's it's fun. Yeah. Been a big part of my whole entire life. I have to listen to music every day. I play guitar every day. I look up, I don't know, like it's all part of my life, I guess. It's the biggest thing. Schools with music programs have an estimated 90% graduation rate and 94% attendance rate compared to schools without music education, which average 72% graduation and 85% attendance. Budget talks and decreases happen all the time in every industry, but for schools, why do they choose to cut the arts education? Think of your favorite band. They wouldn't exist if they weren't taught music. And most of them probably started at a young age. So the rest is up to you. The next time you hear about a school board budget cut, defend the arts programs. Because they're going to make a difference. Not only for you and me, but for the children as well. This has been a documentary produced and voiced by Stephen Schill for 91X.